You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And now, Tim Dillon is going to hell! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tim Dillon is going to hell. Uh, if you do not have tickets for the podcast in Austin, Texas with Ron Bennington, get them. The link is in my Instagram profile. If you have a festival badge, you can get in. If not, grab tickets. Link is in the profile of my Instagram. Uh, I tweeted out a bunch. Right now, we have a special guest. I don't know how we got this person. I'm very excited. Uh, returning from Coachella. Let me make sure I pronounce his name right. Uh, Ray Comp. I'm back, baby. There he is. Hello. Look at this. How did we manage it? How did we, we were trying for months, I, your people. Look, I, I've been getting a lot of calls. I've been ignoring them. Uh, frankly, I feel like it's bad for my career. Well, you lost your phone. I, I lost my identity. What happened? I was in an Uber pool yesterday. Uber pool. With a, a lovely gentleman who I believe ended up taking my phone when I was busy playing a cuphead on my Nintendo Switch. What is that? It's just some game where you play you're a cup and I was I was playing the I was, you so you're playing people. a game where you're a cup and you're shooting people. You're and shooting people you're a cup. Yeah. Like a mug? You're well no the mug is your brother in the game. And you're a what? A what, cup. What, oh okay. Like a coffee cup. And why are you shooting people? It's like an old school game, like an old school, like old timey cartoon game. Gotcha. It's not the important detail. Okay. The important detail is I, I was immersed. And I didn't know where my phone was, so I got out of the car. But aren't you playing the game on your phone? No. No, I have a Switch. Oh, okay. I've upgraded my since I left. My apologies. Things are going pretty well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I basically got on the phone. Tried to, you try to log into Uber to, to, to on the computer to say, hey, like, give me my phone back, driver. And they start going, all right, we'll text you a code to your phone. And it's like, I'll have my phone. It's, it's a whole jerk around. They jerk him off my dick. And uh, basically, eventually, the next day, the next morning, like, yeah, I haven't shipped me a new phone. I have insurance. And uh, this guy starts making fraudulent PayPal charges on my card. <laughs> on my, uh, basically, buying gift cards. He's buying gift cards. Yeah. From I, your PayPal. Now, I had gone to, because it's hard to log into your shit. Everything you try to log into nowadays. It's very tough. They, 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 they we're going to text you a code. Like, I don't yep. have my phone. Yeah. So, and like, I, I have an old iPhone, but I was waiting for it to charge. Because literally, you fucking I have an iPhone 5. You have to plug it in for six hours before it charges up. You have an iPhone 5. Well, that's, that's an old phone I have. You have, oh, okay. That's not my standard phone. My oh, phone okay. is lost. You just keep an iPhone 5 around. For in situations like this. It's a good It's a good call. Yeah, I don't just throw out, you know, garbage. No. Um, I don't just throw out garbage. Yeah. A great Ray Comp quote. Well, you know, you might need I it. I don't just throw out garbage. You might need it one day. I like that. Yeah. So uh, that's a T-shirt. I went to the bank to, to, to you know, uh, close the account or close yeah. the debit card, and uh, then I got some fucking alert like, "Hey, Samsung Pay's been activated on your phone." I'm like, oh shit, he's like he's using it to like, you know, I I, I thought maybe just someone fucking 
because Uber driver didn't have it. I lost my phone before the Uber driver brings it back. And they get, you yeah, t- they're you good get, people. Yeah, but this guy, it got swiped. The guy was like, you know, some kind of drug dealer. He was a white. He's no, in an Uber pool. Yeah, he was like a white kid with like a, a box of sneakers. Are box. you making him white for the show? No, he was like when he's he's one of these like sneaker kids. Okay, he has sneakers. Oh, one of the sneaker kids. Yeah, like a hype beast. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what they call them. It wears a lot of Supreme. Yeah, I think it was one of those guys in the sneakers. They sure. love the new sneaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hype beast. I'm not. You a fan got of hype your beast. cell phone. Lifted by a hype beast classic, in an Uber pool. Classic smash and grab. Classic smash and grab. So, uh, yeah, so I went over to the bank. I closed the card, and they were like, you know, don't have to bother closing the checking account. And then I'm fucking go back, go back to work, and I'm fucking, you know, waiting for my phone so I can get, like, you know, to charge up so they're going to put a new SIM card in it. And I get this other thing. PayPal's been reactivated. I'm like, what the fuck? So we're going there. And all these goddamn transactions about gift cards. I, I can just imagine you sweating, angry, yeah. screaming, flailing your arm. What the fuck? I was fucking stress eating hot dogs. I, I did a- not order this gift card. I was so upset that I was like, I bought hot dogs on the street. I was just eating them, just fucking screaming into the computer. Yeah, and like, and so I, 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 tr- I to- like that. That's how you combat stress. Yeah, is to eat hot dogs on the street. Well, look, and, I mean, yeah. what am I gonna do? Go, go have a souffle? No, no. It's- that's a great point. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna... a great point. Just eat hot dogs on the street. It's always worked and for me. scream. It's always worked for me before. I bet there was like a family visiting New York City <laughs> who just looked at you and started praying. <laughs> they all just clasped their hands and just started praying. Well, this is what they want. See, like Bloomberg ruined tourism. For Absolutely, people. I agree. They wanted to be safe, but they want a little taste. They want a little taste yeah. of it. They want to see somebody going off. I used to flip out all the time. Yeah. You, you were with me enough to know. No, that. it was uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And but that's what tourists want. And I've said this before. Tourists want to see me or someone like me or you flip out it's and like, scream and yell and have like, a breakdown. We're we are in a weird way kind of like going to a prostitute. Like yes. you want a little bit yes. of danger. You want to see someone on the brink. Yeah. If you come to New York, you want to see somebody on the brink. Right. A guy like you, a guy like me, a guy whose skin Flashes red. Right. You don't see that on TV. You don't get it on TV. And nor, nor do you get it in the Nordic countries, I believe. No. Just re- deep red in the deep veins. Deep red, a larger man right. smoking <laughs> or eating a, a street meat right. and losing his mind because <laughs> his phone was stolen from him in an Uber pool by a hype beast. Right. A hype beast. <laughs> and the, the worst this thing goddamn is- hype beast stole my phone. The Jesus. Wo- the worst thing is, I go onto PayPal and say, "Hey, I click because these are look, they're they're, they're gift cards. It's sure, like, it's a it's a it's a trope at this point. Do you think like, he's buying them for people like a <laughs> night like he's doing like Mother's a- Day? <laughs> <laughs> your mom. What if he started donating to Elizabeth Warren with your? <laughs> We're going to get Trump. Like, you just start getting emails. Thank you for your donation to Beto. Like, he's <laughs> donating to all the Democrat candidates yeah. with your phone. I mean, give me some points at least. But uh, the thing is, I go dispute them, and they're obvious. Like gift cards are an obvious trope for scammers, so I think it's no, sure. no brainer. So I click like these three. It's like one for four seventy five, one's like four hundred. Like you know, they're like twelve hundred bucks altogether. Yeah. And uh, I click them, and then a half hour later, I get a response. Yeah, we looked into it. They're not unauthorized charges. Like fuck off. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you think they looked into it? I don't. I. I. I maybe it's an algorithm, or maybe yeah. they, just, they just like maybe they activated like the, the webcam on my computer and like look at this slob, and they fucking just said fuck, let's burn them. They just said you were a legitimate mark. <laughs> like whoever took your phone was right to do it. Right. These are not illegitimate charges. You're getting fucked, sir. <laughs> 
Well, you were you were with me the other night. I almost had a, something weird. Happened. Oh yeah. We were juniors in Brooklyn. Right. We had a hot dog. They brought the hot dog over. It was the size of the table. Yeah, it was a massive fucking hot dog. The massive hot dog. I mean, this thing was coming out of the bun, out of the off the plate. It was double the size of the bun. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we go to juniors. I say to the one of the uh, uh bus boys, "Hey, can you charge my phone?" Right. I I give my phone to the guy. The guy takes it, disappears. For about a half hour. Yeah. We go to leave. We go, hey, can we get the phone back? Everybody in the place doesn't seem to know where the phone is, nor who the guy is. Sure. They're all aloof. They're all like... Yeah. To, to, to be fair, to set the stage properly, when you're at a restaurant, uh, I don't think you'll, you'll, you'll shy away from this, you tend to act like you're the king of the restaurant. I am. And yeah, I, sure. Because I am. You've earned that role. I've earned the role to be the king of the restaurant. But you're grabbing people as they're walking by going, sir, what, what is this gingerbread? What is this? And you're pointing at them. I wanted to know. It It was a house. We were seated next to a house made of cheesecake. Right. Grabbing, I wanted to know about you're it. You're grabbing other people's waitresses and asking for mayonnaise. You yes. Know, you're like, I'm I saying, get a condiment from everyone on the floor. Sure. But, you know, it, I keep people going. It, keep them up. Keep going. Hey, you got gravy? Wake up. Boom. It adds to the confusion is my point. I, I do bring in a lot of chaos. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. But in that chaos, we find our true meaning. Sure. Yeah. You know, and- uh, Peterson. Jordan Peterson, not me, folks. He's a good man. Uh, um, he's fine. He's, he's No, he's a good man. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad dude. I, I don't think he's a bad dude at all. He's a little trite sometimes. What are you I do? just, I, I am, and I did this. We're not going to go into this because I did it on the other thing. Yeah. I'm just, I am sick of people- who need these people. No. We've talked about 100%. This. These people that can't wipe their own ass without a book, without a chapter book. They're like, I had no idea I had to pick up the sock on my floor. Thank God that uh, these guys are around to write books telling me to be a person. The weird thing is- And, and a I lot of these people are from like kind of cushy suburban- Right. Th you know, existences the weird, where you're like the weird thing with this guy is he seems to be about hierarchies and people falling to the wayside because they couldn't cut it, right? And like, you know, this legitimate, like, all right, but then he's trying to like coddle these like children, like these fucking 24 year old men into like, yeah, like brush your teeth and like, you know, don't well, put your I dick think in it's a, what he's trying wonder. to do is laudable, but the people I just get, I, I know that people need shit, right, every now and then to get, you know. But the Gary V, the Peterson, the Van Your Child, like all of that stuff to me is becomes like when you read it on the page, you go, a lot of this is nonsense. People used to be inspired. And look, you can say Lawrence of Arabia, you know, T.E. Lawrence was like, a, he raped a civilization, right. whatever. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. We don't have time. He used yeah. to be inspired by people who took risks and went out there and like, right. and just, oh, this guy had a crazy life. I want to live like that. Yeah. And now it's like some guy who's telling you, you know, maybe you should try eating some steak. And it's like, yeah. Well, the other thing is like, there's no honesty. The problem is the lack of honesty in society. Right. Right. Here's like people... People that take the route that I've taken, someone has to tell them early on, you're not going to have a good life. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. it, the chances that you are going to have a fulfill, like, you're going to do the thing you want, which is great, but you're not going to have this Disney experience that, that you think you're going to have or that you see other people having. 
And the weird thing is these people were happy at one point to be bent over in a coal mine. Right. Like that was a good life to them. Just yeah. like just dying of soot. Well, part of part of my problem with this new ethos of finding meaning, people don't need meaning. Right. People need fucking things to do. Yeah. I'm telling you right, the idea that everybody's going to be a fully actualized human being is insane. They don't need meaning. In fact, most people, I think, are better off kind of staying at surface level. Right. Staying, I like potato salad. (laughs) I like pussy. I should work so that I can have a supply of those things. Sure. You know? But we're in the restaurant. I'm being me. Yeah. And- this is you're not justifying him stealing my no, thought. No, of course yeah. not. I'm just it adds to the the firing squad kind of element where you don't know who shot. But my point, right? No, okay. But yes, but you, you give the guy the phone and he eagerly accepts. Oh, this is like something we do. We'll charge it. I'll get it yeah. done. And then uh, we finish the meal. Yeah. And then uh, was like, you know, and then he we, we asked you asked the security guy who turns out he's a guy in the suit. Yeah. Like where's the phone? And where's it, the phone? And everyone gets dumb. Everybody gets dumb. And starts walking around looking at the floor. Yeah. They call over two managers. They don't know what's going on. I thought you were overreacting at first a little bit. Yeah. But then as it went on, it went on for like 20 minutes. I go zero to 60, and I told you, I said, I guarantee at the very least this has happened before. Right. Because the managers had those faces on like, fuck. Yeah. I hope we don't have to do this, go through this again. Is this another problem we're having? It's got to be, look, you're not getting... People with like you know ten ten page resumes to work you know as a guy cleaning plates off the fucking table right it's a, it's a noble job whatever right. but like this is not like you know so you take you you can only take you can only filter so many people out yeah and, uh, and you're taking that probably you're taking the drugs you can get a good hustle going right you can get you know, some you, you you put it perfectly some European tourist yeah. comes in and they you know, they ain't gonna push back. Yeah, it, listen, if you leave that place without your phone right. and you're visiting from Sweden, oh, Jesus. you're not going back. You go back like, on the next day and you're like, hey, so I gave some guy my yeah, phone. Yeah, they, they're not going back. They just buy another fucking phone and I bet it's not a bad side hustle. Right. But as you said, you ain't doing that to the king of the restaurant. <laughs> I fucking walk in here. I order buffalo shrimp, regular shrimp for the fucking table. I'm sitting. I'm doing the right thing. We yeah. ordered three entrees. We ordered cheesecake. Yeah. Like. We're doing the right no, we, thing. We, we were, we were legit, and yeah, uh, no, but it, it, it's yeah. The I level don't need to be stolen from in my own goddamn city. <laughs> it's the level of like the people they wouldn't even look in the eye. Yeah, well, they know they're walking in and out. They're like lo- looking at their fucking shoes. I've been around enough scams to know when I'm gonna be the victim of a scam. Yeah, and I've gladly been the victim of this. I've scammed myself. Oh, sure. Enough to know when something's at the very fucking least weird. Right. And I'm like, there's a weird vibe here. There's a vibe of like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What's going on? We have no phone. And then nobody knows who the dude is. That guy. Nobody knows who's the guy. Who was on the floor the whole night. He was on the floor the whole night. Whole night. He wasn't. He was gone. I didn't see him anywhere. Gone. No one saw him anywhere. Right. A half hour, 20 minutes, a half hour later, he finally comes out of the kitchen. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing back there. And um, and by the way, it seemed almost like happenstance. Right. And I'm like, hey, the phone. And he's like, oh. And he laughs. And as he gives and you the, the phone, yeah. he fucking like laughs. And the phone, I think, was plugged in right next to the booth that we were sitting in. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, it was like right across. Yeah, yeah, it was not far away. Right, they were they were looking around the whole. Yeah, I... the guy fucking brings the security guy comes over. Remember this? The security guy's accusing me of stealing like, a phone. What's your phone look like? You know, it's an iPhone. Yeah, I'm like, well, it's what, a, what's the yeah. color? And he, he's, he's got a picture he's looking at, and he's testing you. Yeah, and he was like, you know, it, well, what's the color of the face? Yeah, it's a black face. Yeah, goes, oh, it's not oh, this it's phone. Not, and he turns around, and then it's a white iPhone. He's like, well, it's not this one. I'm like, are you now <laughs> accusing me of stealing a phone? Right. This is a great strategy. Yeah. He's basically coming over like, hey, are you trying to get the better of us? Are you trying to steal yeah. a phone? This is what Ocasio-Cortez doesn't realize. Right. You know what I mean? People are going to... This is what she doesn't realize about human beings. At least American human beings. It happens across the racial spectrum, across yes. the economic spectrum. Right. We are a country of scammers. Slimeball thieves. Yeah. And the further you go up, the more scammers there are. And stop, you know, Ubers now in this fucking city are a trillion dollars so expensive to get anywhere because there's a congestion tax, there's a carbon tax. So by by doing all these things that are supposedly long-term good for the environment, you're impoverishing people in the short term. Right. You're fucking people that need to get places. We have a horrible fucking uh we have a horrible um subway system. Yeah. So Uber pool And they're raising the rates. And they're raising the thing. They're raising the fucking cost of this failing legacy Subway system that's crippled every fucking day. Yeah. And now you can't get in an Uber pool because right. that's $28. Yeah. You and know? They, they don't understand. Like, and, the, and look, the jobs, they, the people, have, people have jobs, right? The unemployment is as yeah. low as it can be. But everyone's working these fucking service jobs. Like, yeah. No, no one's making GM money anymore. So what is the fucking point? We're going to save the environment by impoverishing everybody? Is that what we're trying to do? They really think they can is that tax the goal? their way like, into yeah. this. They, and there's, there's not enough people to tax their way. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. I work in a place that's pretty liberal. You know, and, like, the people talking talk about billionaires and then talking about how, like, you know, they need to be taxed, they need to be taxed. And, like, regardless of, like, how they don't, don't understand it at all, like, the machinations of it, but just the ethics of it, when you when it comes up for their taxes, they're gloating about how the expenses they take and they're, oh, I got my LLC and this and that. And, like, and like you say to them, like, oh, it's, it's kind of the same deal. No, but I need it more. Yeah. That's the, that's all it is. I need it more. Yeah. And you go, there's got to be a limit where you don't well, need it anymore. Well, the problem is, and Bill Burr talked about this. Fucking individuals at seventy percent who've made ten million right. is 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 crazy when you have corporations that pay no taxes. Yeah. And they are offshore and they route all their profits offshore. And there's this whole system of structured finance, which allow and the New York Times to their credit did a great piece about it, how you have this entire system that has been erected to route profits off through these offshore companies, yeah, these fucking shell companies, shell corps, and 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 these people that pay no taxes, or they go to cities like New York and London and buy up real estate with these shell companies to shield, you know, their their tax burden and their ownership interest and all that stuff. And you know, listen, man, I get it. I get the whole soak the rich concept. I'm right. not against it. I understand that rich people have gotten away with, especially the ones that are savvy, right. have gotten away with a lot. Okay, sure. but a lot of that tax money goes to a defense department right. that plunders resources from around the world and pillages. It does not go to the people that it should go to. Yeah, that they, is they, they, a fact. The remarkable thing they think they're going to redistribute wealth. They're going to shoot more six-year-old Yemeni girls in the head. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be effective. And no. I'm not saying that you shouldn't tax people, but it's like. You know, we seem to forget 
that this is an economy entirely based on war. Yeah. For the most part. No, for a long time it's been For that. a long time. And this is when you get into the, well, you, you're being cynical and you're being this, you're being that. No, I'm stating a fact. Right. I'm not putting any emotion behind it. Yeah. It's a fact. We're a war economy. Oh, no. Look, the, there is no... If you if you break down what makes America this exceptional country, you know, at yeah. this stage. Yeah. Because you know, for a while we had resources and we had industry, we were growing and all yeah. this shit. And circumstances of history and economic history. But at this point, all we're doing, there is no... Even though even our financial industry is not the... like It's the biggest capital market, but that's shifting uh, over time. It's just the fact that we have, the like, by far, even, like, you know... Accounting for history proportionally, the, the the most insanely huge military that the world's ever seen, and we're still growing it. Right, and it's just like, and we don't, and like, it's like it dwarfs the the, the number two is China, probably, I guess, but they, right. they're like you know a fraction of it. Yeah, I mean, we make nothing here. Yeah, except missiles, <laughs> you know, drones, and drones that blow up Pakistani weddings. You know, the machinery of death. Right. And so that's my, my, my thing when I talk to people. I'm like, I have no problem with rich people paying more taxes. I have no problem with corporations paying their fair share. Sure. But I am realistic enough to know that a lot of that money is going to go into the coffers of defense industry right. people that are constantly creating the new threats of tomorrow. Yeah. They are creating the new threats. Well, the other problem with AO, like AOC, it's yeah. like you know she cut, when when I first saw her, people yeah. used to shit on me because I was like I would be I wasn't even supporting her, but like they were knee jerk about her, and maybe they were right because when I saw her, she was kind of coming on like was interviews with the the guy from CNN, the whatever his name, Jake is. Tapper. Yeah, and it's just like she's coming off like. Yeah, I'm just we're just trying to make it more reasonable for people. Why people should have healthcare. Everyone else has healthcare. Why don't we? And it was just like this very neutral, like right. And she's this young, she's attractive, and like yeah, we're not crazy socialists. This right. Is just, this is this is normal. You're crazy for attacking it. Yeah. Like, this might work. This might sell. Yeah. And immediately, like not even over time, immediately once she gets in there, this green new deal. It's just like like this quasi, this Marxist quasi, like like people talk like the whole thing with the yeah. uh, what was it with, with the people who shouldn't want to like, don't have to work. Or don't, um, don't want to work, shouldn't have to, kind of thing. Yeah, the people that choose not to work. And, and I get that was yeah. an early draft or whatever, but who, like, why are there people in your office even like, like sketching this out? Like, why? Is well, that she to... is surrounded by hardcore Marxists, one hundred percent hardcore people that think the profit motive is completely evil. That markets have no place in the world. Right. That it's never worked. These are people who I guess would rather live in the Soviet Union than America. Well, they keep. I mean, a... let's be honest. Would you rather? I mean, it seems insane. And then they keep bringing up these Nordic countries that are not Marxist, that are at all a mix of. They're, 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 if you look at the yeah. metrics of there's, there's there's organizations that like like study like the metrics of economic freedom and different yeah. factors, and those kind of like Sweden is is basically a free market country yeah. that has a social safety net. Right, like they take the priority to go, hey, we're going to take care of people, but the economy is fucking free market economy basically. Yeah, I and, think part of this is a response to. A right wing that really is a, is a pro oligarch plutocracy. Sure, like a right wing that doesn't give a flying fuck. That really has become kind of this Koch brothers radical libertarian. You know, let's just have private fire departments <laughs> and private enclaves. And when you go to L.A., you see it, man. Everybody's behind fucking gates with security guards, and then you drive five minutes away, and there's 
tense. Look, if your wife all, and kids get stabbed, yeah. we're gonna have a company that deals with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you give them some. You give them. We me a just texted card. you a code. <laughs> Did your wife get stabbed in the throat? We texted you a code. Insert the code. <laughs> And you will get the email to sign you up for our services. Send us a picture of your dead wife. Yeah. comes back like, we're not, we're not covering this. This is, <laughs> this is bullshit. So that's where we are. We're at this fucking place where you have somebody that's like, how about we all take $80 Ubers? Right. Until we have no money. Well, this or is- we just, you know, we and people are like, oh, public transit is really bad. I'm like, you know how bad it's going to be if you completely eliminate the rideshare option? Sure. And just people are just now packed into this fucking thing? Well, it's terrible. Look, the L, the whole, the, this this whole house of cards with the L train. Yeah. Because, like, they come in the last minute and, like, we actually found a way that you, the Europe does that we're going to uh, fucking really yeah. shut it down. And then people are coming out, like, two days later going, like, no, no, we always had this option. It's not going to work. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. But the point is, the, the, the closures they're going to have on the L are still, like, every, like, all weekend and nights and shit. And it's like, yeah, and yeah, you're not gonna, you, and you're also gonna cripple the thing that could offset that a little bit. Yeah, you know, the fucking right. It's well, they the, don't care, but they they really in this country, this city yeah. specifically, hate the poor. They want them to leave. They don't yeah. want them here. Well, yeah, like I don't even mean poor. I mean like the working lower class. No, because and this is the problem when you have this hyper capitalist attitude where it's literally just about money, right? Uh, the money does not have to come from people here that work here anymore. Yeah. And that's what people have kind of realized. <laughs> if you just have this be a vertical money laundering scheme and capital pours in from all over the world, from Kazakhstan, from some guy that poisoned a river in Zambia, a mining magnet in India, you, you, you really don't need, you need worker bees, you need drones, you need people to keep doing that, but you don't really need to support a quality of life for human beings that aren't, uh, what you consider a net plus, and for Would, yeah. yeah, and for a while you needed people to work at the diners and oh, the Starbucks. That's all over. Yeah, because now it's like these people are so rich they're just getting private chefs and, and private. Oh, and the reality is, how shit. many of those places in five years are going to be fully automated? Yeah, fully fucking automated, and that's what's terrifying. It's sex robots. That's why it was sex robots. You go into a diner, you get your dick sucked <laughs> while you while you wait for mozzarella Some sticks. Shitty mozzarella sticks. You know, still, they still suck. They're still terrible. They're still sticks. horrible. They're still burned. The blowjob's not bad. That's why you have Andrew Yang out there talking about the guaranteed income, the yeah. thousand bucks a month. Yang gang. Hey, can you please? Can we just give these meth head truckers like a thousand bucks, please? <laughs> give them a grand, a G a month. <laughs> I mean, listen, Yang is a dude who you know. It's so funny. It's like. You look at all the issues we talk about campaigns, no one really talks about automation. Right. Nobody talks about AI. Nobody really talks about militarism in sure. a, in an intelligent way. They all ignore all of that. Right. And and climate change is kind of ignored too. Yeah. All of these things are ignored. And instead, what did we even talk about the last election? Like, I'm trying to remember, like, what pussy were the grabbing. hot button issues? Well, to be fair, right. I mean, look, it was pretty garish. We're talking about pussy grabbing. Right. And, like, I mean, Trump was such and a emails. spectacle. Yeah. Like, there was no thought to anything that's going to completely. Right. The fact that, like, Hillary Clinton had to defend herself that, like, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying she wasn't shady, but it's just like, yeah. it, it's almost like you do some dirt so you don't have to talk about the real shit. I'd love to be a fly on the wall at that dinner right. up in Chappaqua, New York. Like, what now, what do you put yourself, because, we, you know, we, we, we hosted this show for a long time. We read a lot and interviewed a lot of people about these powerful, uh, dynastic, uh, or people with at least the the uh, aspirations to be dynastic, right. you know, upstarts, right? And what do you think is going through there? Do you think 
that she has 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 fucking fully admitted it's over now. Because I would love, and I've said this, yeah. I would love all these Democratic candidates to destroy each other in the primaries. I'd like to see her get back in and win. Only because yeah. I watch this like House of Cards. Yeah. And I think it's a great storyline to watch for her to get back in and win. Because the rest of them are all kind of punks. They're like, all she's punks. She's a gangster. She's a gangster. And, the rest, like, and yeah. there is, Trump is not, there is no wall. Right. He's not reigning Wall Street in. There is no populist revolution. Yeah. All of it, all of it has been <laughs> primarily bluster. I mean, look. He's he's in, in he's it really, enforced immigration on that aspect. On, yeah. It depends on like, on how dark the hearts of these people are at this point. Because if they, they, it might appeal to them that he put those kids in cages, that might be a plus. Sure, they might uh, love that. Right, but other than that, that's that's really you his, say it's all talk, but there's a kid in a cage <laughs> right there. He's chewing on a granola bar. Look at that kid in that cage. <laughs> Imagine if they start having rallies <laughs> exalting him for putting them in the cage. Like, like fake kids and like yeah, they have like cages in effigy. They have like kids in the cages, like going like I deserve to be oh, in like this. People, parents are putting their kids in cages. Yeah, in the yeah. Prop. The, the kids are like. <laughs> The kid's like, there's just a little kid in a cage, and it's oh. not a protest. It's a celebration. Born in the USA. <laughs> it's a celebration of law and order. <laughs> oh, Look circus. at my baby in that cage. He knows he belongs there. Happy, happy shit. That's my goddamn later. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, there is a lot to hit him with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, there is there, there all, is no better candidate than Hillary. Let's get real. I mean, Biden. I don't know. Biden seems compromised. Like, what was he doing? Hugging people, whatever. I don't know. Maybe Bernie. Bernie's the only person, right. That other than Hillary, I think has a shot. Well, here's the big Kamala's question. a Fed. Yeah, Buttigieg, I mean, the gay mayor, sweet guy, yeah. but this is not going to work. Andrew probably. Yang's just not. I mean, I like him, but he's not. He's not. He's not a no. box office. No. Uh, Who else thing. we got in there? Warren is a clown. Well, she's going straight for impeachment now, so maybe that's a. I mean, listen, let them do whatever they want. He's right. not getting removed. They, they should, can impeach him. They have one guy who I'll bring up in a second. But yeah. here's the thing: the situation is that who is going to come to Hillary and say, "Hey, it's over, lady." There's right. no one there. Who like who Terry McAuliffe or, or right. Donald Summer? Who who who? John Podesta. Yeah, like who has the clout? There is no one really guiding the Democratic Party. No, the way you have like Obama would maybe be somebody if he got involved. If if they got him and said, "Hey, bitch, it's over." Done. Could he run as her VP? Um, I guess no. He, I don't know. I because you, you might be able to run and then just it does it skips you in succession. Like you wouldn't be able to take. I'm trying the, to think if he could run as a VP. I, I I wonder if they would keep you from because they've had have they had foreign VPs before? I don't know. It's possible. I mean, because no, I here's why because if the president dies and you become the president, here's the thing, and then you'd I, be serving a. If Trump has shown us anything, it's like the law don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? You <laughs> gonna complain? Hillary's in there and Biden, she dies. Biden's getting in, but no one's gonna vote for him because he's a little bit of a creep. He's a little bit of a creep. I mean, he's hugging. He's he's, he's grabbing. He's touching. Some, yeah, he's touching a bit. But uh, it does seem warm. I always, I tell you, he seems like that kind of guy who it was never me. I could never pull that off. Yeah. But like you see him doing it. Why can't I do that? Why can't I hug people? I'll tell you right now. I've watched some of it. I I don't love it. Right. I see it as a like I say to myself, I'm not. I don't think he's a pedophile, and I don't think he's any of that. <laughs> 
because no, he touches girls, oh, children. Really? I mean, oh. you see him touching. I didn't catch that. Okay. People, kids get very uncomfortable around him. <laughs> I just think that it, it's it's enough of an issue, yeah, to probably knock him off. Well, I think I think we've entered an age, you know, besides the Me Too, even though like you know, it kind of seems to be over, unfortunately, yeah. and like women, whatever. It's, it's, it's but I think we have gotten away from touching to a large extent. We're over touching. Yeah, we're um, yeah. I mean, listen, I I just because again, looking at this from straight storyline. If I and by the way, if I had faith that anyone who was going to be elected was going to do anything good, right? I would I would support that person. I'm not the but you know, a Sanders is a guy that I could probably support because I think that he's enough of a shock to the system. But do I know in my black heart of hearts that, you know, four years of him, what's he going to get? He'll get, like, free community college. I I know what these people are up against I think when it we, comes to changing this system. They need to look a few, you know, a few cycles back and yeah. maybe go take another look at uh, Crazy Howard Dean. Interesting. Because that's a guy who might be able to harness, not the actual. Howard Dean. Remember Howard Dean? Yeah. Yeah. He did the scream. We're going to go Ohio. We're going to go Cincinnati. We're going to yeah. go Delaware. And that one scream yeah. ended his career. Well, it, it, it was the nail in the coffin. People always forget, though, like, that speech was happening because he just had a huge upset loss yeah. in the fucking primary. Right. So he was already calm. People were like, this guy's a little nuts. But I, I will say that when, when, you know, anything short, and I'm not endorsing this. Yeah. Okay. But it does seem like anything short of a violent thing. Doesn't really change this. Doesn't change the the system is so big. Sure, it'll either collapse under its own weight, or it'll be. I mean, listen, I'm all for getting a socialized medicine. I'm all for these things, but let's be completely honest about what is going on. Well, people say, well, we just gotta get money out of politics, as if that's like the so. Oh, we just gotta figure that out. That's the pro- that's the whole thing. Get right. money out of politics. That not only is that the whole thing. In the UK, yeah. they do not have the money in politics like we do. Right. They have a lot of the same problems. Sure. They're doing a lot of the same things wrong. Well, back to- They're all over the world. Yeah. They're fucking around. Like, they're not, you know, it's a lot of the same critiques of their society and their foreign policy as you, you know. Yeah, and back to Sweden, I mean, for, first of all, they admit, like, you talk to these guys who, like, you know, we're, we're economists who are in Sweden, like, right. well, we, yeah, we tax the rich, but we also, like, Heavily taxed the poor in the middle class. Let's not forget everybody's that. taxed. Yeah, a yeah. lot, which is fine. I mean, they're getting a lot for their money, so it's yeah. fine. But also, like, I mean, at first it didn't work out that well, but they kind of learned from their mistakes. They they exploited, they invested their pension funds really well. Yeah, and they basically exploited Western capital markets and like because you know, we got a lot of Yahoo's here trying to make a billion bucks. Sure, and they're just like, smartly kind of exploiting that. And so, even if we did the right thing. Who is big enough of an economy that we could ride on their back? That's the problem. It's yeah. Like how do we, who, who, where's our pension fund going? Well, it's when like, I talk to people that are really hardcore uh, leftists, or not even leftists, but hardcore, like I would say Marxists, a lot of them fall into two groups. One, they're wealthy and somewhat guilty. Right. Okay. Uh, number two, there's some tragedy that, uh, that they, have either experienced or, or 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 been a party to, and like they've seen like because there's a lot of there's a lot of problems out there, and, and capitalism, especially the 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 strain of it that we have, which you've always talked about, is not purely Adam Smith <laughs> capitalism. Yeah, it is a hybrid of the public and private sector in the worst possible way. Right, add in 
Congress and Senate who are being blackmailed by intelligence agencies <laughs> that are running around assassinating people and fixing a le- and like so what what the criminality that we've got going on there are people that have kind of lost their belief in the system and want to burn the whole thing down sure and and that's on the right they are also the same people the people that are in the alt right mm. are no fans of this free market system well look if you look at nazism and, yeah. and like you know was it a guy like and hayek let's. <laughs> but a guy like friedrich hayek who some of you might be familiar with uh one of his big things was drawing the parallel like look the 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 the, the far right nazis and the far left uh, marxists are a lot clo- they both hate western liberalism for, right. which is what it was called back then like just capitalism and just yeah. free markets and people having freedom basically like they, they'll sw- they would actually switch sides. He'd observe like they, these students would go back and forth. Oh, sure. between, between Marxism and Bernie fascism. Bro, Trump, you know, yeah, you know. But they would never go to like you know to free market shit. Well, it does know. seem like I think the a lot of the issues with neoliberalism is that in this it is so easily gamed, right? And that, that you know it, there's a certain type of person that thrives in that system, and 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 that that system is you know easy to exploit yeah and you look at authoritarian systems and you go well if we could clamp down then it but then that brings up another whole host of problems sure and what's interesting i was rereading road to serfdom which is a book he wrote basically about how any like any basically the premise is that basically even a well-meaning socialist system will eventually fall into fascism right uh and you can dispute if you want but it was interesting when you're rereading it and this is a guy who like free market people hold up as their yeah. and like and the opposite goes look at this these you know, he's basically crony anarcho-capitalist. Right. And in the first introduction, he's going like, look, it's not only permissible in a capitalist state to have like, regulation that in- in- increases uh, competition. Right. It's, 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 we want that. It's, like, that's better. It's, it's optimal. Yeah. Like, it's, as long as you don't fuck with the price mechanism. But like, you know, but like, yeah, regulate this shit. Like the, the, this idea that like capitalism is tied to no regulation. It's crazy. It's insanity. It's insane. Yeah. And that and that and that's the problem we have now is your new podcast with your girlfriend Lucy Steiner. Our love is disgusting yes. about anarcho-capitalism. It's basically verse. about anarcho-capitalism, but filtered through it's, me now trying to get pegged. A lot of the pictures you're posting are graphic. Well, they graphic or they just disgusting. I mean, well, uh, they are they're both. Our tongues are touching. Well, or it's your it's a PDA. It's public display of affection yeah. on Instagram. Right. What is it's our love is disgusting. What is this about? Look, we're we're both uh, sexual beings, yeah. and uh, we both have uh, a weird sexual picadillos. And it, look, there's a lot. I, I think I think it's true. Is most... she very open about all her issues? And... Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, in the first episode, we're talking about one of her basically an extended rape fantasy that she had about a guy in the woods. Right. Uh, you know, a, but she a lumberjack. said something at dinner the other night that she talks about on stage. Is that true? Yeah. Is it that's true? Yeah, she brought it up on the on the different podcast, and and it's that she had sex with her father. Well, I wouldn't say it was raped. I guess. Well, her father raped her. I mean, it's, we don't we don't talk about it this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Why I should be talking about this openly, but yeah, but that's something that happened. Jeez, it's 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 it's, it's, it's an unfortunate thing. And, How uh, old? Young, young. Uh, not good. Not good. <laughs> no, not great. It, it, we don't really talk about it in our podcast too much. Right, but. Uh, but no, and it's something. But she's very, you know, she she may has jokes on stage about it, and she's she, and it's. I've never met anyone who is that willing to make light of the darkness the way I would, the way you would. Well, I would be, but yeah. my parents didn't rape me, right? But I would be. No, but uh, they'd be great jokes. But too. it's also more light than that. It's not, you know. <laughs> no, it is fun. Yeah. It's hey, 
It's a hoot. This show is not so much uh, about you know trauma as uh, right. You know me we, discussing how she could peg me, or we right. We, one one night we had a show where we were talking about you know why won't she piss on me, and she didn't. It was, I wasn't trying to convince her like oh, you have to piss on me, but right. she wanted to make a schedule out of it. And I'm like, no. Why? It's, it's how soon do you think you're deplatformed and Alex Jones is put back on? I mean, that's the goal. We're, you we're think Alex Jones will get put back on Twitter and you'll be taken off Twitter? We're, we're agent provocateurs. Yeah. But, uh, it is It is an interesting idea. You guys are both very open. And I if will... you're into sexual fetishes or fantasies or just being open. And look, the reality is it's comedy first. It's comedy first. It's a subject. It's child rape and piss fetishes later. Yeah. But it's first. Look, it's, it's the primary it's thing is being funny. It's comedy. It's honestly, I, I, I kind of have my podcast, Comp. That's still going on. Sure. But I feel like, and look, if, if you like what well, Love is Disgusting, check out Comp. Sure, but go I mean, back and but forth. But everyone, I think, I, I, I'm really proud of this. I was, watching, I, think to- I was watching is- a Tonight Show set the yeah. other day, and I today, in my Uber, and I was going, what is comedy now? Like, what is, like, you've always had a great outlook on this. Yeah. Like, literally, what is this? Like, I was watching it, and I was saying to myself, yeah. I can no longer differentiate what is done at an open mic yeah. from what is done on The Tonight Show from what is done on like a special on HBO. Like, you I'm me, lost. Well, look, half these people are going back to the open mic right after. Let's not kid ourselves. Right. But, uh, yeah, like, I remember you showed me a few years back. Like, you showed me some clip, and like, you're going, do you like this? I'm like, I, I, don't even, I don't know what. It was so funny. I said, is it good? And you go, I don't even know. You're like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. What is good? It's, it, look, it, it's, pe- here's a problem. Yeah. I don't think that this, the idea that this city's f- more full of amazing comedy that's right. ripe to be, and that people just being overlooked. I don't know if that's true. Anymore. Right. I think, you know, I, but, but I, do, I do think a lot of this stuff is more like people are just safer. People are, I think it's trickled down over the years. I, I Not that like, you want edgelord comedy, but you want people to be taking risks on stage. You want things to be a little uncomfortable and you want to see someone like, you know, sit in a comfortable premise and then work back and like, and get you back on board. That's the That's, whole reason for this thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, isn't that what's it? But when I, what I, what I see now is I see people that are doing a, a Mad Libs. Yeah. Or they're essentially like these little, building these little castles of words and puzzles, and some of them are better at it than others. Some right. of them are more entertaining than others. But it, it, it's kind of getting, it feels corny. Yeah. It feels corny, and it feels like, it's people like. People I talk to, younger people, like, and at this point, you know, the people who are 10 years younger than me are 22. You know, I'm, I'm getting, so you're seeing this next generation kind of, you know, come of age, and they're like, they're saying on comedy. It's like, oh, I like her. She's chill. Like, what? <laughs> How is that? What? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, and like she's that, chill. They really this younger generation doesn't like conflict yeah. in general. They don't right. like conflict. I mean, I'm sure there's young people stabbing each other too. Sure. They're out there, but in general, they like people who don't like. Cause I think the idea of chill is just like you're not you're like you kind of just don't care and you're kind of detached and you kind of hey, yeah. I, I also think like nobody wants to be in awe of. People anymore. Yes. Like I've, I talked about that the other day, where I said you used to have acts that you'd be in awe of. You watch Carlin, and it's you're just in awe. Even go back to Rolling Stones, Tina Turner, anybody. Oh, yeah. and, and now a lot of the things that are, that that you know are attractive to people are really things where people are like, I can do that, and they're right. Yeah, 
they're correct. Well, even the stuff that's good, like, like for 20, 10, 15 years now at least, there hasn't been like consensus popular rock music. Right. It's just gone. Like White Stripes right. is probably the last thing, or Black Keys. Yeah. But like, and but there's tons of like you hear good bands. Can we get Bad Baby in here? <laughs> Let's get Bad Baby because there is some good shit. Yeah. Still happening. What's my point? Let's yeah. get Bad Baby. Um, uh, uh, that song uh, where she goes White Porsche, White J, White Horse. F- find that. Keep going. <laughs> no, but the point is, there is good stuff out there. But like they, all, everyone wants it to be a band they can see in a bar. Right. And like, oh, I, I saw them when they were new. And it's always been there, but that's become the whole like every every band's gonna have three thousand people on Patreon that keep them going. But no one wants a huge act. No one wants like a, a, a right. arena, arena act. And look, sometimes when it was like you know the Foo Fighters, all right, I can see how it's a little. I mean, they were fine, but like, I, but you know, when you had guys like Bruce and you had guys yeah. like you know. Even like Nirvana and like you know legitimate great like you just mentioned pumpkins live a few let's, times. Let's let's listen to Bad Baby, please. Pump it up, pump it up. Hi bitch. This is great. I like this. This is great. Please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. This is phenomenal. Provocative. That fit look like you bought it at the Kia. Now this this woman was on film and she told her mother, Yeah, this has to be outside. She's great. So what we need to do is go to like these fucking these homes for like you know wayward children yes. and get them. Well, that's always what great art's been. Yes! I mean, really, it's been... Shit. I don't want somebody in Juilliard. I want this dirty whore! I mean, if we ignore all the fucking classic rock bands that, you know, whose dads were CIA agents. Sure. But, you know, otherwise, right. it's always poor people. Shout out to Dave McGowan <laughs> yeah. on the other side. But this is like... This is where it's at now. You need... And people are surprised, like, why is she good? It's like, she's good because she's an animal. Yeah, but that's what we want. Turn it up again, Harrington, please. <laughs> White horse. Listen. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. This is Hi, great. Grown as hell and you still hating. All right, thank you. See, this is the type of girl that you 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 don't want your son to marry. Well, maybe now you do, but like, what's good about her is that she's. This is literally somebody who is a, a, a garbage person, you know? Yeah. But that's what I want. Right. I want somebody who is authentically a hefty bag. What's interesting is you I had, don't, yeah. you had gangster rap, right? You had guys yes. like Biggie and Tupac, who maybe Biggie more than Tupac is a legitimate guy from the street. Tupac, I think his parents might Who been. knows? Yeah. My point is, but they were they were doing the real shit. That yes. was like, they were reflecting the, the, like the lower class of the time and people who were in, in bad situations. Yes. And society said, not good enough. Right. We want trash here. Right. We want the real animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the maniacs. Yeah, and you and really, I mean, and you, you need to go with crazy white people. I think you know to, to get the real like. Oh, you had the opportunity. You, you just you you spoiled it. You tra- you just tra- took all your privilege and you threw it in the garbage. Well, there's something about there's something about you know like there's something that's funny about like you know the system for introducing new talent for a while was like fucking game shows. It's like American Idol, The Void. You yeah. Know? And so here's a girl that went on Dr. Phil and goes, catch me outside, how about that? Yeah, I'll beat my mother's ass. Yeah, and it's like, okay. But then you listen to music and you're like, oh, that's exactly what she should be doing and saying. Right. I mean, no, yeah, this is- I'm not saying she's fucking the who. I'm saying for the genre of music she's doing, why the fuck not? 
I don't like it when people take the cheap shot and go, look, the president is doing this shit. You know, young people are looking up to it. But that being said, if the president is doing that, how trashy is she anymore? This country's fucked. What I, my whole point was that a game show host is a president. Bad Baby, the girl on Dr. Phil, is yeah. one of our top rising recording artists. The worst thing in the world <laughs> would be for this civilization to survive. Yeah. That would be horrible. The worst thing that could ever happen right. would be for us to reverse the correcting effects of global warming. Can you? Because it's very. What does this look like in fifty years? Here's the thing: we still, it's still going to be documented. It's yeah. not like the Roman Empire where we don't. Like, man, was it was a lead poisoning. Yeah. Why everyone go crazy? And like you know, the Huns, this and that. They're gonna know. So a thousand years from now, they're gonna look back in America and see it collapsed like this. I was watching the Kardashians the other day. I think they're great. I like them. I I, I can't hate them because they've played a game so well. Yeah. But, I mean, that's part of the problem with these chill kids. They also respect the hustle too much. Well, but here's – allow me to make a point about sure. the Kardashians because I think this gets lost on people. Um, they have a family of people there who have completely created an entire infrastructure right. to exist in, to thrive in, I mean, I don't think there's ever been, uh, 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 other than the Bushes, I'm not even kidding, a family that's maybe more successful at managing their public image and the media and, like, get, you know, working with fucking, I mean, the, the, the young girl Kylie's a billionaire. Right. And Just by, like, saying, hey, I used this cologne. And, and like, yeah. That's like, but, I mean. What's remarkable there's something fascinating about it. if you don't watch it as like I don't watch that show a lot, but every now and then I'll put it on. I don't watch it for like, ooh, is there drama? I watch it and I'm like, what is going on here that makes this a because I'll even watch it and I'll go, I find myself, I'm relatively intelligent. I find myself going, this is kind of interesting. Why? What why is it interesting? And what's remarkable is I'm not saying this is all done cynically, but it's remarkable how it worked out that like you have it's speaking about yeah, these rich, beautiful women, you know, with getting ass implants and doing porn videos to get famous. Yes, talking shit, and that that family is also on the spearhead of the, the most progressive you know, with, with, with Caitlyn Jenner. I'm saying, like, interesting it's, 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 that, that overlaps with like it's this, amazing, yeah. it's amazing, yeah. and people don't give it the credit, and they come. From the best part of my childhood, the O.J. Simpson trial. Right. The O.J. Simpson trial was the best part of my childhood because every day there was something new and fun yeah. on television. And they come from that. Like, dude, these are, I am not kidding. I sometimes think they are kind of quasi-religious figures. If it wasn't for the one-two punch, they were a few years apart of the Iraq first Iraq war. And just then get, go to YouTube and get up. Just say no, Jay. Comedy Central. Don't play it yet. I'll tell you when to play it. This was my first time on Comedy Central <laughs> in 1995. Oh, nice. Okay. I was saying, but between, yeah. the, between the first Gulf War and OJ, would there even be like 24-hour cable news at all? That, I like, think, that's yeah. What, it created this I, whole thing. It, it created, it spawned this family, and then they, 
And they, what I love is I love that I hate the Hiltons. <laughs> I've always hated the Hiltons. And the Hiltons, they totally displaced the Hiltons. Right. Oh, like 100%. the Kardashians came in and fucking. She used to be Paris Hilton's like assistant and stylist. And they came in and totally just fucking displaced. Well, what's the weird thing is like at this point, are they rich? I don't know. Maybe not. Are they richer than the actual Hilton family? I don't know. But I would say that if you took all of their wealth together, I probably. Wow. I like, mean, because for a while it's like, oh well, you know, like, I'm and not- also, go, I mean, maybe not. I mean, we'll do that. Let Let's take a look at this, by the way. Let's take a look at just say no, Jay. My first time on Comedy Central. Um, here we go. Let's make sure the volume's up and we can enjoy this. This is a sketch about the O.J. Simpson trial that they were playing. Not now, Trevor. Down. <laughs> Hey, that's my bone. Careful, Trevor. Was it after that point that he told you he'd take the next flight? Yes. And and you and you just say no, Jay from Comedy Central. And that was my. That <laughs> you was were great. You were great. I did well. I don't know what that means. Well, they <laughs> were playing it as a commercial, as a promo. Like, just say no, Jay. Watch Comedy Central. Oh, okay. So, okay. Because everybody, you got to remember, everybody was right. watching the O.J. Simpson trial all the time. So uh, there was there's a few different cable networks that were like, hey, can you fucking re- we're here? Hey, you you think for a comedy network maybe make a funny promo, but whatever. Come on, <laughs> you know what we're you know you know what it is. What are you new? The fucking trial's funnier than that shit. They tried. <laughs> Listen, I will say this about Comedy Central. They've made some of the funniest shit out there. Yeah. Think no, about no, it. Honestly, some of the best shit. South Park. Nathan for You. Reno 911. Um, I uh, mean. Strangers with Candy. They're literally. No, they, 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 they remarkable work over the years. The problem and, 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 is. At that time, they were doing great work. They were stuff. doing great work. Now, yeah. I, 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 if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening out there, and I know some of you are, don't ruin it. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Sometimes you just walk away from the table when you had a good meal. <laughs> you don't order the dessert, which everybody goes is eh. Telling you so, but they've done a lot. They've done a lot of cool shit. But the there's something fascinating, man. When I look at that Kardashian family, I'm like this mom, this mother, Chris Jenner, right. and the way that she's been able because you got to think about it. The kids. Are remar- now Rob is the only one that doesn't fit in with the program, so he's out. He's done. He's done, right? He got fat. He sells socks. Whatever. Yeah. But she's been able to kind of corral the rest of them, and somehow overlap with the NBA remarkably. I mean, and then Kanye. Kim is now married to Kanye. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So it's a wild. Did they ruin him, or is he already kind of on the way? I think he has issues. Yeah. But I don't think they helped. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and now Ryan Seacrest like helped. What? Create that show, really? Yeah, that's why he's, you know. Oh, that's why he, he was that's like, why couldn't meet to him. Right? They can't meet to him. <laughs> Standing on the thing, he's like, "Bitch, <laughs> me to me, <laughs> dog." So it, it is weird, man. I watch that show and I'm like, this family, it's an interesting thing. Is this? I mean, they still have all the shows. Like, it's not, it's not winding down. Well, they have the one main show. I don't know how many other shows they have. I think they just returned to the main show because now they have so many other business. Like, like the the, the kid has a fashion line. She's right. a billionaire. It's a makeup line. She's I a have billionaire. All the respect for them. Yeah, great hustle. Great hustle. But these kids who like somehow it's like they it's cool to sell to me. 
Like I used to I mean yeah. I was never I was never the test balloon. I was never the right. guy that the advertisers were worried about. Right. But that being said, I used to skull advertisers <laughs> were. They were trying to get to Did you. Did he shove more in his lip? They were trying to get to you. Um but yeah, but the idea I always found it like kind of gross when like the ad was too cuz it used to be like, you know, yeah, listen, a funny I'm ad not, was fine. I'm not saying that I don't when I talk about them or bad baby I'm not saying this is a hooray for society. <laughs> I've been pretty clear about my feelings about society and its direction. I don't think there's any confusion here. Right. What I'm saying is when you look at this shed yeah. and you look at what has happened and, and you look at them as a family, you go, you go, what an interesting family to represent essentially America. I mean, they represent America more than anyone we've ever elected. I'm barely even asking this, but yeah. Kim could win the presidency, right? I think probably. Yeah, I mean, who was going to be? I got to be honest with you. I would vote for her. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I would vote for her. I think she's smarter than a lot of people. Sure. I'm not kidding. I know that a lot of people now are going to be angry with me or be upset. I get all these messages, you know. (laughs) But I, I don't think she's like adult. I no. never have thought that. Well, look, you, you, she's a hard worker too. I know people that know her. She works her ass off. There's the thing. Here, look, you don't have to. Look. How great is this? Nobody would have predicted that the way the show is gone, the last ten minutes of it would just be a hardcore defense of the Kardashians. <laughs> like nobody could have predicted where this would go. We, we zig and zag, but but no. But the idea is like. People really who just accomplish very little in their lives. Yes, they love to talk about how smart someone is. How, how oh, she doesn't work that hard. I mean, just getting up every day and doing these photo shoots is more than most of these people are doing. There's a lot of people in the world, and I've noticed this as I've kind of you know done more and more stuff that are not interested in doing. They're not. They're interested in sitting, critiquing. They've gotten very comfortable on the sidelines. That's where they want to stay. Uh, even in comedy, you'll see people that tweet all day criticizing other comics. Those people, and I've said shit about the late night shows I think suck and whatever, but like you see people that criticize comics all day, and you realize, oh, you guys are not interested in doing anything yourselves. Right. You don't have it to do it because you're probably terrified of failing. You're terrified of of people are like, oh, they're scared of rejection. They're not scared of rejection. They're scared of getting the opportunity and failing. They all shit on these YouTube comics uh, yeah. for making these videos. Who are better and funnier than 90% of what's out there. I mean, you're making these great videos. I started making videos recently. Yeah. And look, I don't think they're the most amazing thing. But yeah. it's just, yeah, just go out there and do something. Like, just do yeah, it. and like, do it. And, and I, when I watch stand-up now, and I don't know what happened, but over the last six months, a lot of stand-up has started to blend together to yeah. me where I can barely t- tell you who's who and why they're doing it. None of these people seem to have a perspective or a personality. None of these people seem interesting. Um, and again, I'm not going to attack them and be like, you stuck and this sucks right. and you shouldn't have a show. But it's like just speaking very generally yeah. and it's not throwing barbs at anybody, I, the art form itself has kind of become milk toast. Well, yeah, the, the guys who... Look over. You always had this kind of like divide between like the the, the Bill Hicks camp, if you will, yeah, and then like more like guys who would get on, you know, like get sitcom gigs or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm assuming there was a more legitimate divide 
years ago. But now the guys who are filling the Bill Hicks role, like, yeah, in a milk, they're not being edited. They're like, I mean, Hicks and Carlin were like taking on the military industrial complex yeah. in like middle American shit. And right. they were like dick jokes and stuff. But it's like these people are just so safe. But they're acting like they're these auteurs and these fucking like yeah. Oh, there is the no more. Group. There is no more counterculture. Right. There really, truly is not a lot of people on the counterculture. Um, I think there's a lot of people who, because Trump was elected, they tend to think that all of the progress over the last fifty years has been erased. Right. So then they believe that they are standing against the tide of all of this stuff that's supposedly coming back. Where if you look at and I'm not saying it isn't harder for certain groups of people, but if you look at the numbers here, most people are pro-choice. Most people are kind of pro-gay marriage, especially in the younger generations. Most people are aware of racism, not to say that they're too effective in doing anything about it. But right. like the election of this guy doesn't mean that everything has been reversed. Right. And that now you're the... I just find it a little gross because like, yeah, I mean, like, racism is still a problem and you, yeah. and, and you want inclusion. But, like, there's no sense of, like, all right, even when you thought it was better 20 years ago, we were still, I mean, you were, even Obama, like, he's fucking drone striking Pakistani weddings, killing kids. No I one mean, cares. No one gives a no one shit gives about a the rest fuck. of the world. No we're, one cares. We literally act like a literal empire. Yeah. And we're just we're starting war. Bush starts war, uh, anywhere from 150,000 to a million people die. And yeah, there was protests. I'm not right. saying no one protests. But, I mean, this is the, like, Trump is terrible. Yeah. In my opinion, you, right. you can disagree. Sure, but yeah, he's abhorrent. He, he's saying terrible. He's just—it's just bad for society. Yeah, but is he worse than Bush? No, no. And and the 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 thing is, it it exposes us and our core. We are the only business left in America. Sadly, is the entertainment business, <laughs> and we are all very invested in the idea of how we come off. Yeah, and what. We, but the real true nature of what we're doing, as long as it's fucking like underground and we don't see it and we don't hear it and it doesn't rise to the top and it doesn't bleed into the national news and we don't give a fuck because it takes research, it takes caring, it takes you to take a few minutes away from whatever the fuck you're doing and people just really have no interest in that. They want to feel like when people voted for Obama, they felt like they were moving the country in a positive direction and some yeah. of them were. But then you had five wars <laughs> And you had Yemen being destroyed, and you had Syria, and Libya, and you had Iraq and Afghanistan. And the weird thing is, I think it's journalists as, being intimidated. Oh yeah, all of that stuff. Oh yeah, whistle whistleblowers, whistleblowers being tortured. He campaigned to a certain extent on like we're not we're going to encourage whistleblowing, and then was had the worst record. On and by the way, this is not even a knock on Obama. This is the idea that this is the way the system just continually well, works. The tragic thing is, I'm cynical. I don't think he was like you know, but I do think of of the pool of people. Yeah, he was. Was one of the more like he wanted to do the right thing. I, I believe he to a certain yeah, extent he did, and sure. that's but it's still like that. that it's still gets but you that's that. what people don't get, and this right. is what people don't get about Bernie Sanders, and this is what people don't get about Trump, and this is what se what people seem to not get about anybody, is that any one person is going against hundreds of years of the of a system. Right. Think about an animal that's been fed every day to become this you know unruly beast yeah. and then you're one guy and you, somebody hands you a sword and you go in there and you're like all right let me try to do something and you know maybe you can injure its leg but it's this is still a massive operation people are still acting or talking as if we have this paradigm where like you could shame people like right. you could shame politicians when the reality is like the the the, the, the insurmountable thing it would seem is that 
you have corrupt people. We talk about corruption. Yeah. But they act like, oh, but we can kind of overcome that. But you're asking for corrupt people to vote against, to vote for the things that would remove their power. And it's, that's, that's, I don't know how this changes without some type of truly wild thing, whether I mean, it's a world war, whether it's an intergalactic problem, whether it's a massive die off, like a, a, sure. a, a pandemic. Because the sad thing yeah. is that, you know, if you did have a lot of violence on the street, I'm not advocating yeah. that, but that's just, you know, if you did yeah. have that. It would probably play into the hands of fascism more it than it would play into the hands of the people that would then just unleash the amazing power of the state right. to clamp down on it. I I think you'd have to have mass civil disobedience. You'd have to have mass... But I just then you get one agent provocateur, provocateur throwing a fucking you know a pipe bomb. Yeah, I'm trying and to get, then it becomes a fucking yeah, terrorist that's act. a problem. And you know, I'm trying to get hedges in here and we'll, you know, me, me and him will maybe talk about, you know... But I think what's far more likely, what's far more likely is just a slow unwinding of... <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, and 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 the next fifty years being a, a fifty year a, a fifty years where the people that you will see rising to positions of power are charlatans, hucksters, con artists, because those are always the people who come in at the end and they'll fight over the scraps. Well, the interesting thing is, cause like we talked about before, like yeah, the normal thing would be in this case for like this empire to unwind itself over the course of a century, right? But you still have this like insane military. Sure. So do we start a war with China? Like, what, 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 you know, these Who knows? people are. It's not beyond these people. Nothing is beyond these people. So like, that's that's going to be interesting. Nothing horrifying. is beyond these people. A lot of people in the upper echelons of society are stunningly naive, willfully ignorant of what's going on. Uh, I think there's a you know you go to Harvard and Yale and all these people. They are they are products of a system. That rewards conformity and encourages uh, the type of discourse that leads to one conclusion right. in in most cases, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why you have the rise of the far right and the far left because these are people that are offering another option, probably not a better option, right? But another option. They're, they're, they're giving you the illusion of action. They're giving you the illusion of, of something that's going on. But I don't know. You know, when I talk to people all the time, they're like, well, what happens? How does it play out? And I go, I don't know anything. I just know that from talking to you and from talking to other people I know about economics, we are a big a big event will probably be when the dollar is no longer the reserve currency. Right. Is that, I mean, and that, that seems, thought- and I've, a few people have said that that becomes, that will be an event. And people, I, mean, I think we're moving away from that for you know a number of reasons, I guess. But it, that was kind of a real big concern, immediate concern. Right. Like you know, and people thought by now even it might be kind of. And there yeah. seems to we've kind of shored up like that for a while. But I just, it's we're built on such a house of cards when it comes yeah. down to it. This whole Keynesian bubble shit. Yeah. Like it's remarkable they've kept it going for. What do you make of the Stephen Pinkers of the world who are like, it's great, everything's good because they do point right. to statistics of like people coming out of poverty in the third world, people being lifted out of poverty, uh, infant mortality, you know, the, the ability to stop diseases, breakthroughs in science and technology, uh, the availability of medicine, like things like that going forward, that they have a rosy outlook. Well, Tim, look, here's a problem. It's, it's undeniable to me that capitalism and the efficiency that goes along with it uh, – and a number of other, you know, in a controlled way, has able to kind of raise up a lot, you know, sure. agriculture and sure. this and that. But yeah, and so yeah, we're better off than we were. But it's also like yeah, the industrial revolution, the, the technology revolution. But that also came sort of out of capitalism, and like 
capitalism, if nothing else, is is efficient, right? Right. But you need to like mind the store. You have to like you know make yeah. sure people aren't you know just tearing each other the country apart. Well, also there's a lot of ethical and moral problems, and you know Slava Zizek and Peterson had that debate, which was kind of went nowhere. But right. you know Slava Zizek had that point where it's like you're gonna now hit this real moral question where you have biotech, yeah, uh, you know, going into some very scary, interesting uh, places. Sure. And if, if we're just looking at efficiency, right. we're going to be in trouble well, because he, you're looking at some very, very questionable areas. What, what bugs me about, because it's, it's become very like- It'd uh, be efficient to just put a chip in your arm so that if you pass out, somebody could know what medications you're on, what diseases you have, what any of your problems but, are, so the, that it's the efficiency of the market and the efficiency yeah. of and look, it's response. At the end of the day, first of all, what, what did Franklin say? What kind of, when they asked him what kind of government we're going to have, he's like a republic if you can keep it. Sure. And then the idea, and really, and I believe that's that's really a powerful sentiment in the idea that like it was we have not kept it. No, we have, we have not, not kept, kept it. it. But you know, and I think a hundred years ago, you know, whether you're on the right or the left, is people who talk about how the the average worker. The average working guy, whatever immigrants, and we're much better informed and much more engaged in the facts and in politics yeah. and in just you know in in the in the world. And they've spent a hundred years using the you know advertising and te- television and movies and music to basically you know a combination of you know br- 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 uh, mind control, but also just like desensitizing and like hey, like yeah, go go play your i you know your iPad. Right. And I get it. It's fun. I, I like I like video yeah. games. You like cu- the cup game. I like the Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah, but then what happens? You lose your phone. I lose my fucking phone, and then PayPal you lose fucks your phone, me. and then you you're in this Terry Gilliam film where they're like, <laughs> "No, you did make that purchase." Right. Exactly. Fuck you. Yeah. And that's where we are. That's where we are. We're all in an Uber pool, <laughs> playing a cup game, <laughs> losing our phone, trying to get a password, and everybody's telling us to fuck off. Right. Where can people find you? Our love is disgusting. It's on iTunes on every platform. Check me and Lucy Steiner. I think it's uh, getting on the ground floor. I think this one's going places. Plug your social media at Ray Kump uh, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and you can find me there. And uh, yeah, I'm out of here, folks. I'm in LA full time starting June. Um, Tim J Dillon D I L L O N on Instagram and Twitter. TimDillonComedy.com with our upcoming dates. We're going to Moon Tower in Austin which is really awesome. I'm at Dead Crow Comedy Club in Wilmington, North Carolina, May 2nd, uh, May 3rd and 4th. Get down there. If you're in that area, buy tickets. It's going to be great. I'm at Laugh Boston, one of my favorite clubs. I believe the 17th and 18th of May. Laugh Boston. It's going to be fucking awesome. Get there if you can. Thursday, Friday, Saturday shows, which are going to be great. In June, I'm at Comics at Mohegan Sun, I believe the 20th through the 23rd. And I'm at Side Splitters in Tampa, June 27th. Okay? So those are some dates. If you are in any of those places, grab tickets. Be great for you guys to come out. A lot of new material. A lot of fun stuff we're having. And I'll be on a lot of podcasts that you guys have heard of when I'm out there in L.A. And I'll be back in New York occasionally. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm going to keep a presence here. But, you know, we're changing. Things are changing. We'll have Ray on when we're back in New York. Check out his new podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Tim Dillon's going to hell. We're trying to always try to stay in that top 100 of comedy. It's very hard. We hover right outside it right now. But if you like the show, you can rate it. Leave us a a, a good rating and then review us. That really helps. Even just tell friends about it. 
And, um, you know, that helps us out a lot. Thank you for listening and enjoy uh, the rest of uh, the rest of the nightmare that uh, we call life because, uh, you know, there's a lot of shows that tell you it's going to get better, but uh, this ain't one of them. So good luck.